What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. We got a lot to talk about today, but breaking news for Met fans. We acquired Javier Baez from the Cubs about one hour before the trade deadline at 4 o'clock. So this is definitely one of the biggest moves that the Mets could have made. He's one of the best hitting infielders in the league. A very versatile player, great defensive player, also has a bunch of praise from everybody in the league. He's longtime friends of Francisco Lindor, and obviously Lindor is on the DL right now for a couple more weeks, so they needed to make a move for the rest of the season. And heading into the playoffs, the Mets are definitely trying to stack their lineup and have the best hitters available on a nightly basis. So getting Javier Baez from the Cubs is definitely a step in the right direction. Hopefully we're able to keep him long-term, but if we're not, hopefully the Mets are able to try to get the most out of this situation this year and try to make it far in the playoffs. But that was some breaking news. But we have a big weekend in sports heading our way. But some UFC news real quick. Amanda Nunez's fight for UFC 265 is off due to a positive COVID test from Nunez. So her fight against Juliana Pena is off. Hopefully it gets rescheduled for a later date. But COVID is very unfortunate especially with professional sports. So too bad for the challenger, Juliana Pena. She was looking forward to this opportunity, and now she gets another setback. And you don't get an Amanda Nunes fight every single time, so they got to hope that she gets the fight rescheduled pretty quickly. And then... This weekend, we got Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland in the middleweight division. That's the main event of the night. It's a pretty good main event. These two guys are very high-level strikers and whatnot. So there's going to be a few good fights. In the women's strawweight division, we got Cheyenne Buys against Gloria DePaula. These two are going to beat the shit out of each other. That's on the main card. And then... Yeah, there's not too many known people on this card. But, yeah, definitely tune in. Uh, Bellator is also... On Saturday, Patricio Pitbull and AJ McKee, they got into it at the press conference, and now it seemed to get a little bit more personal. They were talking shit about each other's families. Pitbull said to McKee, he was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in front of your father, and then McKee was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in front of your wife and kids. So they're definitely getting personal. That's on Showtime Saturday night. 
I believe, at 10 o'clock. So that's definitely going to be a crazy fight in the final of the Featherweight Grand Prix in Bellator. Definitely going to be one of the best fights of the year. Doesn't matter about the promotion. Like, these guys are going to go to war with each other. Patricio Pitbull is a legend, and Adrian McKee is pretty much the future of MMA. He's undefeated right now. He's 17-0. and And if he could pick up one of Pitbull's titles, he's a double champ right now. He has the lightweight championship also. That would honestly be a major step. This guy has said that he wanted to be a double champ before Conor McGregor did it, so... Definitely going to be an interesting fight. Been watching like a lot of Olympics. Like there's a bunch of like different shit on like all the time. I was watching like the swimming. The track and field's about to start tonight. They have the golf on at, like, crazy hours. That basically goes, like, through the night. <laughs> so, like, basically, if you leave the TV on, you could fall asleep to sports during the Olympics for another week. So, I'm definitely a fan of the Olympics. Team USA Basketball, they've been picking it up a little bit after losing the first game. So... They need to win that. Devin Booker, KD, Jason Tatum, they're all out there. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. And people were asking Devin Booker if he was okay with seeing Chris Middleton and Holiday on a daily basis after the finals. And he was like, yeah. He was like, I just got to take my L and move on. He was like, there's no bad blood. And they were asking because, like, Devin Booker was really close to Kobe and they said that. He couldn't deal with uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce when they won in 2008 and beat Kobe and the Lakers when they were on the Celtics. So, just shows that he has good character and he's definitely a good example for young athletes. Last night was the NBA draft. And... The Knicks definitely made some interesting moves. They traded the picks multiple times. And then we got the picks from OKC from the picks that we traded. We traded back in the draft, obviously. But the first couple picks, I'll break it down right now. Kate Cunningham obviously went number one to the Pistons. Jalen Green, a G League guy, he bypassed college. He was, like, the number one player in the 2020 rankings. So, like, this guy is, like, LeBron. He's a very versatile athlete. Already has, like, a million followers on Instagram. And then we had Evan Mobley from USC, the center. He went to the Cavs. He's going to take the league by storm. That guy is a very versatile defender, and he can run the floor. So 
look to see him be like a Giannis type player. Then we had Scotty Barnes from Florida State, small forward. He went to Toronto. A lot of people thought that Jalen Suggs was going to go in that position, but he went one pick later to the Magic. Suggs out of Gonzaga. Then we had a player, Giddy, out of Australia, shooting guard, went to OKC. Then uh, Kuminga out of the Congo. He went to the Warriors. Franz Wagner out of Michigan went to the Magic. Davion Mitchell, who I hope the Knicks had a shot to get. Or his teammate, Jared Butler. I kept saying it last night. I was definitely driving myself nuts with the hope that the Knicks were going to draft Jared Butler because he was still available. He was available pretty late. And... We didn't draft him. He went to the Jazz. But Davion Mitchell went to the Kings. That's going to be interesting. Maybe he could transform that franchise. They haven't been good in a really long time. Uh, Zaire Williams went number 10 out of Stanford. He went to the Pelicans. Luke Knight out of UConn. He went number 11 to the Hornets. Duarte out of Oregon. He went to the Pacers. You're going to skip a few. Trey Mann, number 18. He went to OKC. The Knicks, 19th pick, they traded. It was Kai Jones, a power forward out of Texas. They traded that to the Hornets. And then they also had the 21st pick, and they drafted this guy, Keon Johnson, shooting guard out of Tennessee. That was also traded away. The 25th pick got traded to the Knicks via the Clippers from a previous trade. We got Quentin Grimes, shooting guard out of Houston, very versatile guard. And this guy is actually going to be on the Knicks, so this was not traded. He was the first draft pick of the night that was actually heading to Madison Square Garden from the draft in Brooklyn. So we welcome Quentin Grimes. And then later on in the draft, the Knicks would add Jericho Sims out of Texas, Miles McBride from West Virginia, Rokas Joku. Baitis out of Lithuania. I did not say that name right. But anyway. <laughs> the Knicks didn't have such a bad draft. They got picks for the future next year. They got a first round pick next year. So it could have been worse. They did pretty good. And 
then, yeah, that's pretty much it for the NBA draft. NFL is into training camp now, and now I'm really just looking forward to football season. I'm looking forward to seeing how the baseball season ends, if the Yankees could get back into it with a wild card spot potentially after adding Joey Gallo and Rizzo. Max Scherzer went to the Dodgers. So you got to expect the Dodgers to be the favorite as the defending champs in the MLB. So the Mets are definitely going to have to go against them at some point if they want to get to the World Series this year. But the Mets adding Javi Baez, like that definitely just made my day because the trade deadline is in 45 minutes. So this has been an episode of One Stop Shot. Kanye just announced that he's going to be doing another listening event for Donda on August 5th from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hopefully he gets it done for August 6th. And that's pretty much it. Today, Dave East and Harry Fraud released a new album called Hoffa. Had some features on it from G Harbo, Benny the Butcher, and some called Uncle Rick. Money or Power featuring Jim Jones. Song with French Montana called Count It Up. And a banger to end the album called Red Fox Restaurant featuring Currency. Harry Fraud is a legend with awesome beats. Like, he's been producing, like, guys like Action Bronson, Dave East, obviously, all the New York guys. Like, he's a legend in the game, so definitely a great album to check out. Dave East, one of my favorite artists out right now. We got new music from g Easy. A single called At Will featuring ESTG, new slapper. That's pretty much it. This has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys.